This podcast is presented in collaboration with the Audio Production 2 class in the School of Media and Journalism at Arkansas State University. Hi, and welcome to Plot Talk. I'm your host, Ethan Looper, and I'm joined with my guest, Jake, today. And we're here to look at the 2020 video game hit movie, Sonic the Hedgehog. Got any things to say right now before we get into this? It was a really good movie. I'll give it about an 8 out of 10. I mean, did you want to introduce yourself any more than that? But all right, here we go. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Anyway, so before we get into the movie itself, there's one major thing we need to talk about the movie that is probably the most famous thing about the movie, which has now been dubbed Meow the Hedgehog. If you don't know what we're talking about, whenever the movie was first announced and the trailer came out, they had a very different design for Sonic. And when I say different, I mean they wanted it to look more realistic. Is that the phrase you'd think? Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, more realistic. And it was terrifying. It was just... Yes, god-awful. You took the words right out of my mouth. You suck. Anyway. Uh, It was unbelievably ugly. And the other strange thing about the trailer was, out of any song they could have chosen, they chose Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. Yeah, that doesn't fit at all with Sonic. I mean... It fits kind of with the character desperately trying to be cool, you know, in the movie. Trying to seem like he's super hip and stuff. Yeah, but it just came off as bad. Yeah, It was a really poor choice on their oh, part. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Also, it's weird that Coolio was fine with Sonic the Hedgehog using Gangster's Paradise. Yet he was still upset about uh, Weird Al making a parody of it. Because of how serious it was. That actually implies that he knows about it. (laughs) About which one? Of uh, the movie. He he probably got contacted about it. He's like, hey, can we use this song? I don't know. Eh. Maybe. Or just probably just like give up. It's like, you know what? Screw it. He could could use it. I don't care anymore. He's given up. Like he's given up on on his hair looking good. Have you seen what it looks like? (laughs) No, I haven't. I'll I'll show it to you later, but it's it's not good. It's not good. Anyway, so the movie itself starts with a young Sonic running through Green Hill Zone. Uh, he's just running along, and he ends up running into the his guardian, uh, Long Claw, I believe, isn't it? Long Claw. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Long Claw. The owl whose claw is very long. Anyway. (laughs) Splendid name. I know, right? And as he's talking to her, you know, she's saying, hey, you got to be careful and people could see you. And so I was like, oh, no one could see me. And as that happens, it just so turned out that Echidna saw him. Yeah, he's no John Cena. You could see him just fine. I'm going to smack you. And he, Longclaw tells and that he needs to use this bag of rings that opens portals to another planet to escape. So 
she throws a ring, it opens up to Earth, Sonic goes through it, and it closes before Longclaw, we get to see the fight between the Echidnas and Longclaw, so we don't know if she's alive, dead, or whatever. Uh, you got any opinions on the movie so far? Longclaw, like, even though she was like a very short time in the screen or whatever, she'll, she should stand out in the movie to me as one of the good characters. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't much of a character, but... Yeah. Of all the characters in the movie, I believe she was one of the best. Even <laughs> though she had a short time. I, I can't tell if you're just complimenting her or if that's a dig at the other characters. Kind of both. <laughs> I, I mean, how can you ever hate the Donut Lord? You know? Mm-hmm. The sheriff guy... Who wants to move to San Francisco to become a police officer? Yeah, Tom. That was his name in the movie. Tom. Donut Lord. Oh, no. He's the Donut Lord. There's no other name mm-hmm. for him. Anyway. He, and it, he wants to become a police officer in San Francisco, which I don't know why anyone would want to go to San Francisco. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, we can't say much. We live in Arkansas. You know? We can't We can't really diss anywhere else. Well, to be fair, I would rather be in Arkansas than San Francisco. We're, I think It's not that we, we're just in Arkansas. We're in northeastern Arkansas. The place where there is nothing. Hey, as long as I have internet, I'm kind of good. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Sonic... At one point, he's lived on... I actually don't know how long he's been on Earth. Do you have any idea how long that was supposed to be? Like, No, I do not. Okay. Did they ever give a time frame? I want to say they do, but I cannot remember it. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was really... He did seem like really young at the beginning. And he seems more like his teenage years, so... Maybe a decade? Maybe. Yeah, that seems about right. So, uh, yeah, let's just say 10 years. Oh, yeah, another thought. Imagine young Sonic in the original design. <laughs> oh, my God, no. I don't <laughs> want to think about it. That's just a nightmare. The whole thing is a nightmare. Just the design in general. Mm-hmm. But Sonic has been living on Earth for 10 years. He's been just hiding out trying to mimic what he thinks is cool from what he sees everyone else do at Green Hill... uh, What was the state? Montana. Uh, Because, you know, Green Hill zone. Hardy, har, har, har. Uh, Hey, I know that reference. I hope so. (laughs) But... He's just been hiding down Green Hills, Montana, for 10 years. And at, we just see like a quick montage of what he's been doing. He's been practicing yoga. He would watch movies like through windows while other people were watching the movie too. He That's was not just, creepy. Yeah, I know, right? Now, again, imagine what all he's doing with the original design. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine you're watching a movie... You hear something outside your window, like it sounds like laughter. You turn around and you see the original designs, Sonic the Hedgehog, and he's just staring at you. I'd probably faint. <laughs> That's when he gets you. 
Um, so, oh crap, where were we in the movie? Oh yeah, he's been hanging out, just doing random crap. And at one point, he plays baseball with himself. And at one point, he suddenly realizes how alone he is. He just keeps running through the diamond over and over again until eventually his powers kick in and he causes like a blackout. Yeah, blackout. Yeah. He causes a blackout. And then we get the introduction to the main villain of the movie. One, Dr. Robotnik, played by the legendary Jim Carrey. But we don't get to see him right away when he's being introduced. We get a scene of a bunch of military people talking about what happened. And Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, implies that Robotnik straight up wiped out a country. I can't remember what the name of that fake country was, but he's t- some soldier, some military guy was going on about how, like, do you remember this country, this country, and then some fake sounding country, and someone else chimes in going, hey, that's not a real country, and the guy responds back, thanks to Robotnik, it's not. <laughs> it's like, oh. Oh, dear God. Well, though, considering what who Robotnik is, it doesn't really surprise me that it happened. <laughs> yeah. It is very easy to forget that he is probably someone, like, if he was a real person, he would probably be taking over the world because of how smart he actually is. Yeah, but he'd probably be locked up before then. I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, they call for Dr. Robotnik to come figure out what was happening. And while that's all going on, Sonic realizes that people must have discovered what where he was, so he has to run away to the Mushroom Planet with one of the rings. But before he can do that, uh, Tom runs into him. He, Thanks, Tom. <laughs> and he shoots him with the tranquilizer mm, dart. Sorry about that. But Sonic is knocked out completely. He, and Tom takes him back to his house. And he's trying to figure out what this thing is. Well, we already know what it is. He's a blue hedgehog. I've never but seen Tom- a hedgehog that looks like Sonic, okay? Hey, Sonic's a special case. He's an alien. Just because an alien doesn't mean he's not a hedgehog, though. He's not an Earth hedgehog. Is that better? But still, an Earth hedgehog. I'm I'm going to come to your house. <laughs> I will come to your house. We're supposed to be meeting up next week. So. Mm-hmm. I get you, I get you. Yeah. Better get me. I always get my best friend so anyway Sonic uh, ends up losing his rings and he manages to drop them in San Francisco through through a ring portal and Robotnik actually tracks down Sonic to uh, Tom's house you got anything to add in? I mean, that's kind of creepy, Robotnik, being a stalker like that to Sonic. 
Like the blue guy just wanted to leave in peace, but no, he had to follow after him. Like some sort of stalker. Well, I mean, he did cause a blackout in the entire, uh, what was it, like northwestern region of the U.S. Hey, it happens to the best of us. No, it doesn't. If you're Sonic, it does. No, it doesn't. It doesn't just happen. Honestly, that'd be worse if it just happens. Yeah, just imagine every other day like the blackout so big. Yeah. You're just walking along one day and then suddenly everything shuts off. It's ah crap, not again. Mm-hmm. But Robotnik tracks down Sonic to Tom's house and Tom ends up helping Sonic Sonic ends up helping Tom get away from Robotnik and Tom ends up agreeing to help Sonic get to San Francisco. And after all this happened, Tom is labeled as a domestic terrorist. You mm-hmm. okay? He shouldn't have, shouldn't have uh, attacked the Capitol, and it would have never happened. I thought you were just going to leave it at mm-hmm. <laughs> I see that's I, where I get you. I genuinely thought you were just going to be like mm-hmm, and you're just going to leave me to keep going. Now, why would I do that? Because you suck. No, I don't. I mean, if we're going to be honest. I mean, so what if I like sucking on lollipops? That sounded I, wrong. I wasn't sure where that sentence was going, but I'm glad it went there. I wasn't I wasn't sure where it was going either. <laughs> You're like, okay, let's see where this sentence goes. Basically. Anywho, then this movie turns into... A road trip movie where Sonic and Tom are just driving to uh, San Francisco. And the reason uh, Sonic doesn't run to San Francisco is that he doesn't know which way to go. So he's just riding with Tom. They get into some hijinks. And this is actually when we learn that Tom has been labeled a domestic terrorist. And his wife... um, Hmm. Uh, what was the wife's name? Uh, let me look it up real fast. Because uh, I have no idea. <laughs> you could tell she was a very valuable character. Of course. I mean, granted, it didn't help that we didn't uh, check beforehand. Well, right now I'm looking up at the cast characters and like, I don't know if she's, if she's uh, popping up. Really? It should be a Rachel from the movie? No. I think it was what? something with an M. M. Uh, Melody? I don't think Melody. Oh, let me... That looks like the only name that I'm seeing with an M. She's one of the few females that have a actual title in the game. Maddie? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not popping up <laughs> on the character past. Oh no, it did pop up. Never mind. <laughs> I. She's like the fourth one pencil. that pops up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Maddie is at her sister's house with her niece, and they see this on the news. So 
Tom's trying to convince her that, hey, don't worry, it's all just a big misunderstanding. It's just one of those days where you get labeled a terrorist, you know. Things I know, happen. it happens. Things mm-hmm. just happen like that, you know. Now, see, that's something that just happens. You just get labeled a terrorist from time to time. Of course, everybody knows when labeled a terrorist. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> You're going to be put on the watch list. <laughs> just kidding. It's um, all jokes. I don't think they care. It a joke. They don't care. Anyway. And Tom and Sonic go back on the road again. They're just driving through again. And Sonic and Tom end up getting attacked by Robotnik's robots. And it... I believe this is where it leads to probably one of the best scenes in the movie. You know what I'm talking about? What's your best scene? The classic Jim Carrey dance kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, yeah. I, I heard that wasn't even scripted, so that's why I loved it even more. Knowing Jim Carrey, it probably wasn't. Oh yeah, another fun little tidbit was that uh, when Sonic the Hedgehog was first announced, it was announced during like an award. No, it was like during some award show, like just a couple of months before the movie came out. And someone called out Jim Carrey, and he said, oh, yeah, I'm in a movie called Sonic the Hedgehog, and everyone started laughing at him. It's like, uh, it's actually a lot better than they thought it was going to be. Like, I know video game movies don't have a high bar. Like, let's be honest. (laughs) What are you talking about? My favorite movie has to be the Mario Brothers movie. God, that was an awful movie. I'm a smack you. That was an awful movie. (laughs) There's another little interesting fact about the Mario Brothers movie, but that's a completely different subject, so... Eh, what? Why not? I'll tell you guys anyway. Uh, Miyamoto, the creator of the Super Mario Brothers games, actually said the reason he doesn't like it is that it's too faithful to the games. I mean... I have some other completely different reason why I don't like it, but yeah, let's go with that one. Uh, too similar to the games. Mm-hmm. What part of was it that the Mario and that Mar- Mario and Luigi were brothers? Cause that's that's the only thing I know. Yeah, same. Anyway, anyway, we're getting way off topic now. Uh video game movies don't really have that high a bar to begin with. I the last one I think me and Jacob have seen was, uh, crap, well, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, and that one was not that good. Yeah, I kept expecting some zombies to pop out, just <laughs> a lead actress. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil, another not-so-good movie series, no. I think there's like only one movie I enjoyed, but that was like years ago. I forgot about all about it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, video game movies never really have that good of a reputation at all. Uh, funny enough, the the video game movie that came out before Sonic the Hedgehog though was another really good one, Detective Pikachu, which we might take a look oh, at yeah. sometime. That was a really good movie. Oh yeah, I really loved that one too. But I think that one's more so just my 
the inner child in me, the inner Pokemon fan in me, just like geeking out every time I saw one of those furry little creatures on the screen. Well, it's a good game and also a good movie. I never played Detective Pikachu, so I wouldn't know. Anyway, back back to this. We keep getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> back to this. As far as, honestly, not even as far as video game movies, just just like movies in general, it was a pretty good movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit generic. And don't worry, we're not ending the episode yet, so. I just kind of want to get all this off my chest right now. But, you know, the movie actually is really good. And I do hope, uh, when it came out, I was hoping it was a sign that video game movies were going to get better. And then Monster Hunter came out, and it was like, oh, it's it's not. It's not. Yeah, that's that's kind of your fault for believing in that. <laughs> I believed. What kind of fool am I? <laughs> exactly. It's a video game movies. You never believe in that. <laughs> Why would I believe in something? Well, it's good to believe in something, but you don't believe in video game movies because they're garbage. It's just like anime, live action movies are always going to be garbage. Well, I mean, anime in general. I'm not even going to finish that one because I know the moment I do, I'm going to get so many people mad at me. Well, though, but uh, I believe the reason is why you can't really translate it into the movies because you can't include elements from the games and stuff into the movie because you're like too costly and not enough time and all that. It's kind of like this whole, what do you put in? What do you leave out? Do you mm-hmm. add anything? It's that's a whole nother discussion. And usually, like they don't uh, take consideration or like of the material and stuff. They just like, oh, this looks cool, and just put it in. So when the movie comes out, like this is garbage. Maybe Mortal Kombat will be different. You think? Perhaps. I'm not hopeful. I'm not either for that one, but we'll probably do that episode two. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. We'll finish that bridge when we get to it. But we went off on a major tangent there. Well, what I like about the Sonic movie is like they add a lot of elements from the game into the story and stuff in the movie. Yeah. Did they did they play the Green Hill Zone theme song? Uh, they did at the end. Yeah, uh, that's right. Tom yeah. plays it on the piano. And that right there just sealed the deal for me because that's <laughs> such an iconic... I love that song when I play uh, yeah. Sonic on my phone. Man, that was a long tangent we went on. <laughs> I think that started like... I have a little timer down here. I think that started around 15 minutes. We're about at 23. <laughs> So, you know, we should probably get back to Sonic the Hedgehog. Anyway. Although, I believe though Sonic is like, the people. a lot of people put so much love into Sonic because it's a beloved franchise of Sega. Even though Sega doesn't give a lot of love, a lot of people give a lot of love. <laughs> yeah. Especially like in Japan and stuff, like there's Sonic-themed bowling alleys, restaurants, stores, all that. You know, Everybody just loves Sonic and, and Tails. You know what? Bowling wouldn't be something that would immediately pop to my mind about Sonic, but at the same time, when I think about it, it does kind of make sense. Yeah, because... <laughs> yeah, it makes really, a really good sense. Yeah, and they also allow Sonic to do moves from the games, like his little spin attack. 
No, this is an actual bowling alley, like Sonic bowling alley and stuff. No, I'm talking about in the movie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Something else about the movie is that they allow Sonic to do moves from the game. Mm -hmm. They actually have him do the Super Smash Bros. alternate pose he does whenever you select him in Super Smash Bros. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, Jim Carrey does his old dance that we're not even sure if it's scripted or not. No, it wasn't. Oh, you looked it up? Yep. Okay. Wasn't scripted, and then at the end, his little assistant comes in with a latte and Jim Carrey's just just being full Jim Carrey and it works really well. Well, most of Jim Carrey's strips just say Jim Carrey acts like Jim Carrey here. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Because a lot of Jim Carrey's famous moments and stuff is when he's not following the script. Yeah. It's weird because you see a lot of like comedians like Kevin Hart have segments where they're just doing what they do normally and a lot of the times it just falls flat you know what i mean yeah like that's something i don't like about kevin hart roles is it feels a lot of the time it feels too much like kevin hart but jim carrey it doesn't feel like that big a deal i think it's because of how much i I don't know how to describe it how much energy he brings to it versus Mm -hmm. kevin hart which, yeah, they were both stand-up comics, but Jim Carrey had, like, a physical level to it, where Kevin Hart really doesn't. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. Because when he... Go ahead. When he compared, like, two of films, like, what what a Jim Carrey did in Sonic and stuff, and uh, Kevin Hart's films, you can see a huge difference in energy. He brings, like, so much energy into the Sonic movie, while Kevin Hart doesn't bring that much energy. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna get to see Kevin Hart in another video game movie, Borderlands. But that no. that again is another bridge we'll burn when we get to it. I am not looking forward to that movie. Oh yeah, my gosh, no. But we'll probably go ahead and watch it anyway because we hate ourselves. Well, in my opinion, like Kevin Hart got horribly miscast. Mm-hmm. How much one about it's gonna be like uh the Jumanji movie he was in where they're there's like they're in a different world kind of thing. That's just stupid. It's gonna be Monster Hunter, Jumanji, just stuff like that. Uh, Monster Hunter, like I mean, sorry, Jumanji was like it was an eh movie. Yeah. Because really, when I think of Jumanji, you think about Robin Williams. You just couldn't see anything other than Robin Williams. To be fair, I think that's more so like trying to fill. Someone else's... I wouldn't say trying to fill someone else's shoes. It's more so, no matter what they did, I think, they would have been stuck in the shadow of the original. Well, they should have made those two movies in the first place. Yeah. I was really... Like, a lot of people were just happy with the original one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to stay focused on Sonic the Hedgehog. Because I was mm-hmm. about to bring up Zathora and all that, and I'm like, okay, no, we need to focus on this. <laughs> we should just have like a Robin Williams segment one day. <laughs> I was about to bring up Sathora because that was another like that. Actually, I don't know if I know the movie came out after Jumanji, but I feel like that was actually a book. Don't mind me. I'm just googling things. But though, like. The thing about this, uh, yeah. Sonic okay, no, movie. it did come out after the book. The book came out after. Okay, 
Anyway, continue, continue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, like the Sonic game, the Sonic movie. Sorry, it's like it was really good, but compared to the Sonic games, the movie was actually pretty better than the games, the newer games, anyways. Yeah. It's more so. It seems like Sonic Team doesn't know really what to do. Huh? From from what I heard, they they are kind of limited to what they can do on it. Versus the movie where so- where Sega was probably just like, yeah, okay. Just oh, do what you want. Yeah, for me it sounds like a problem about Sony. That's what the problem I'm hearing is. Sony. Like, I mean, sorry, uh, Sega, sorry, not Sony. <laughs> yeah. <I've... laughs> like, Sega's been, like, constricting what uh, the Sonic team could do, and that's really hurt their performance in the games. Yeah. Since... It's not even just the games, it's, like, comics and stuff, too. Like mm-hmm. Sonic, I remember reading where like Sonic cannot like ultimately lose. He can have pushback. He can be down on his luck, but he cannot lose. Well, isn't he, like uh, he cannot show major emotions aside from like happiness. Although then again, it kind of is like a kid's character and stuff. Because like, he's been around since we were kids. Before. Yeah. 93. But one reason I'm bringing that up is because I remember seeing this comic where the original version, like, it was a future version of Sonic where he just lost his kids. And he's mm-hmm. crying his eyes out. And then they remade the comic after they have all the stipulations. He looks like someone... He he doesn't look nearly as upset as he should for someone who just lost their kids. That's what like people like nowadays and stuff. Like let the characters stuff show emotion, show that they're human so they can easily connect with the characters. Yeah, but Sonic isn't allowed to do that, is what I'm saying. I know, I'm saying like that's really hurt Sonic, I yeah. believe, with peop with connecting to people. Is they don't show that he's human. They show, I, I, oh yeah, he's always gonna win the end no matter what. I do think that's more so an issue with just Sega not sure really what to do with Sonic the Hedgehog. Sega. <laughs> anyway, we need to get back to the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we're like maybe two thirds of the way through the movie. Maybe. We need to focus. Mm-hmm. We've already hit the 30 minute mark, but we need to finish the movie. Yeah. So, after the whole Sonic and Tom get attacked by robots thing. We see Sonic Floss after beating all of them, which, when I first saw it, it was just like, ugh, really? Yeah, that was horrible. But, in reflection, it does kind of fit this Sonic's personality. Someone who's desperately trying to do, is doing things that he thinks is cool and hip and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. it does fit. I find it really stupid, but it fits the character. I don't like my dogs. But... Anyway, after they escape the robots, uh, Robotnik, I believe, goes to where that whole fight was, and he actually finds a quill of Sonic's on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he sees that it has un- quite a bit of power, and he actually ends up using that to fight Sonic in the finale, and it actually lets him keep up with Sonic in the finale. Mm-hmm. So, of course, uh, Sonic uses the rings to teleport all throughout 
the Earth. They go to the Great Wall of China. They go to uh, I can't think of any other place they went to. I think the pyramids. Yeah. Yeah. They went to San Francisco as well. I believe they went to Tokyo. I could be wrong. They started in San Francisco. I know. Mm-hmm. But and then they ended up, they end up back in Green Hill Zone. Not Green Hill Zone. Green Hills, Montana. And then Sonic wins by the power of friendship, essentially. Now, didn't each, like, leave Robotnik in a different world? Yeah, that's what ends up happening, is that he ends up knocking him into the Mushroom Planet, and he's stuck there. Oh, yeah, and And then we uh, cut to, just like, a little bit later, where Tom has been cleared of all the charges... Uh, the military asks him where Sonic is. They say they don't know. And then it shows that Sonic is actually still hanging out with, uh, Tom and Maddie and all of them. And he did not take that job in San Francisco. He did not. Smart move in my opinion. Yeah. No one wants to live in San Francisco. But, uh, we cut from them in their house and then we cut to Robotnik uh, in the Mushroom Hill Zone with the Sonic with Sonic's quill trying to plot his revenge. Then we get the iconic scene where Robotnik has his giant mustache and no hair. <laughs> of course, the classic Robotnik Robotnik look, and he's screaming at a rock that has the face of his uh, assistant on it. And then that's where the movie ends with. Robotnik planning his revenge for the sequel, which was recently announced a couple months ago, I want to say. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a really... It's probably, I want to say, announced in December, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Again, this is something I could easily fact check, but I don't feel like it, so we're just going to keep going. So... I'm down. Okay. So, the credits start playing, and there's actually a mid-credits scene. And it features Sonic's... Iconic partner, probably the second most iconic character in all of Sonic, aside from Sonic himself. Knuckles. Just kidding. Tails. I was actually going to say a different character, and then you threw me off. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I completely lost his name now. You suck. Talk about the mid-credits scene while I look this up. Well, the reason I'm just talking about is uh, the portal opens from the mushroom world or whatever. Then hop cut comes tails and then his telecopter. <laughs> his twin tails. Miles then I believe... Prower. Vector the crocodile. Yep. That's who yep. I was going to say. No idea. Nope. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. Just keep talking. See my my uh I know all the main Sonic character, like group this, characters. This is a main Sonic character. It is the main one. Well, he was originally in uh, Knuckles Chaotix, but then they brought him over to the normal stuff. Was he in the TV show? No. That's he, right. No, he was in Sonic X, I believe. I don't remember them because, of course, that was like years ago as well. This guy. Oh yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah. You know, Mr. Find the Computer Room. Mm-hmm. It's weird that that's his most famous quote, and it's not even from... It's not technically even from a 
Sonic game. It's from Shadow the Hedgehog. Ah, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. It was a decent game. It was so edgy. It was unbelievably edgy. Yes. I... Oh, what if... Oh, Ooh. No. What if the sequel brings uh, Shadow? That'd be epic. I don't think they're going to do that. At least not for this one. They might do that later, but what I think they're going to do is they'll probably have something to do with Knuckles. Like, they're probably mm-hmm. going to find the story of 2 and 3 and Sonic and Knuckles. Is what I'm thinking. Because uh, I'm, the... I'm not sure what they would do else. Because with Shadow the Hedgehog, there's so many other characters that need to be set up beforehand. You know, yeah. Amy the Hedgehog. Ah, uh, Amy. <laughs> she loves Sonic. Uh, it's very scary how much she loves Sonic. Yes, yes it is. But we all want a girl like her. Um, I mean, mm, uh, <laughs> mm, it's the strangest thing. I don't think so. Yeah, it's not like we'll be able to get a girl in the first place. I, I mean, I don't think a lot of people want a girl like Amy the Hedgehog. You'll be surprised. Yeah, I guess I would be. But that's the overall uh, plot of the movie. What do you? So you already gave your opinion about the general plot of the movie, but do you have anything else to add about it? Um, that's about it for me. You covered all the topics and stuff from the movie. You got nothing else to add? How I really like the sh- or how I really like the movie and stuff, and I can't wait for the sequel. Now I know it's coming out. <laughs> uh, I think it's coming out in twenty twenty two. I want to say. Oh, of course, all the good stuff is coming out in twenty twenty two. Gee, I wonder why. I know. <laughs> The only good thing is coming out for 2022. I mean, 2021. It's like a game or two. There's also Godzilla vs. Kong. It's coming out. That I'm kind of iffy on. Because we don't know Godzilla would win in a heartbeat. He should. Mm hmm. But you know how it is with that. Mm hmm. Anyway. I believe that's everything we need to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog movie. We did go on quite the long tangent. I uh, I think 10 minutes of this ended up being the tangent itself. Mhm. And it was like midway through. Yep. <laughs> that's um, how these podcasts go though. <laughs> I it didn't happen with the last episode, strangely enough. So, well, well, this episode's a lot better than the last episode. Um, because this movie's better. Do you even know what the last movie we did was? Nope. What was it? Spider-Man 2002. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, you better watch your mouth. Anyway. What? <laughs> did you say what? No. Oh, I thought I thought you just like sheepishly just went what. What what did I say? I was saying like two is like I think my favorite two or three. Three. He was when he was dancing all that. He just looked so stupid. It was hilarious. I mean, all right. Although, introduced one of my favorite anti heroes, Venom and the Sandman. Well, 
the, okay, that's another topic for another time. We need to mm-hmm. end this now. It's it's almost at forty. We need to end this. That's fine. That's so, fine. That was our thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog the movie and a lot of other stuff. This has mm-hmm. been Flaw Talk, and I will see you guys next time. Bye bye.